the Fox show, um, you're listening, you're tuning in in your car somewhere, you're watching, you're wondering who are these guys, you know, I stumbled on, Christopher Walken's on the show, I'm not sure, is he? Maybe. <laughs> This is the What the Falk Show, and this is the Equalizer 2 review. Equalizer 2 starring Denzel Washington, Pedro Pascal, Melissa Leo, Bill Pullman, directed by Antoine Fuqua, a comic collaborator with Denzel Washington. We're also going to talk about some Lakers talk. we got four LA people here talk about the Lakers, how that affects them. we got Heat fans here, see how they feel about you know the new dream team without, without LeBron. Equalizer 2 as well. First, let me introduce everybody. First, I got to my right, I have EC Deuce is what you went by the nickname you chose for tonight. Uh, sports fan, movie fan, loved Equalizer 2. Uh, we have Miguel. What we? Midnight 31. Midnight 31. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is that all you want to say about you? Good. Okay, Nicolo. Uh, a cute short and sweet. Nico Fischizzle, yeah, amateur filmmaker. Yeah. Got a movie coming out next week. Mission mm-hmm. Possible Insurance Protocol. Here it's pretty good. Watch it. Yeah, I'll probably watch it. I, uh, I feel like I would connect with it. Guys, I got two good things to say about The Equalizer 2. Okay, first let's start with the positives of this sequel to the Denzel Washington movie. Number one. The ending, they have this cool weather thing. I was like, oh, okay, good CGI. Has me wonder, did that yeah. really happen or did they time it that correctly? No. Yeah, it was good. It's CGI. It's CGI. It's pretty much all CGI. It's a good weather. It's good for weather. It kind of changes the it game. Does, it does give us that scene depth. It does. So I think they, they're at the point technology-wise where in movies they can hypen up the scene with CGI, with, with the weather, which I think they haven't been able to do to the degree they can do now. And uh, secondly, a good thing I would say, and you guys can just either tear it to shreds or tell us how much you loved it, was uh, the action scenes. Overall, when there was fighting, the action scenes were awesome. Other than that, I don't have anything positive to say about this movie. Yeah, That's... I'm gonna jump right in there and I agree with you. Yeah. This movie was uh, 30 minutes too long. Yeah. And a lot of uh, just long shots, man. Yeah, it was, too uh, long. At the point, quiet, action movie. at the point I felt that they were finally at the point of the third act already. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we're finally here. Cool, let's get this over with. Only like forty minutes had gone by. I was like, wow, there's another hour to this movie right now. Like, this is pretty predictable too. Oh. It's like, it's really bad. EC Deuce, I mean, dude, I'm sorry you had to pay fourteen dollars to see this. You know, you know, I'm a huge Denzel fan, man. The Hurricane. Yeah. You know, I mean, we we've always talked about Man on Fire, but. With this, it seems like they, there wasn't much effort put into the writing or the acting outside of Denzel. Yeah. Even the villain I thought was pretty phony. Um, I'm surprised he made the film, actually. Well, know? I think he was always going to do Equalizer 2 because he's a producer, right? It's his, it's his baby, and it, it, I guess. He usually does do relatively Is it his well, John Wick, would you guys say? I guess like he's probably Wick trying franchise. to do yeah. his John Wick. Yeah. That's a good comparison. Yeah, exactly. I actually thought that last time I was watching the first one. I was like, yeah. this is like his version of like this assassin I can't lose. Well, even though our reviews are, are mostly negative, as we can see, it kind of has me wonder, because there's an older gentleman sitting next to me. He was laughing at the jokes and stuff, so I'm thinking, okay, maybe the dads at Redbox won't mind that it's so slow and some things just do not make sense and are just revealed with no context. Um, but does, is it maybe is it more like the show? Because it was a TV show. The Equalizer See, that, was a TV show. It has me wonder. That may be true. I, I didn't really I, watch the show. I don't know. know. That's the only thing I would give Feeling Grace. Otherwise, just a bad movie. And there's characters where you don't know why they're important. And I mean, and then, and then he gets like a psychic ability. Yeah. That was pretty. Like, yeah. They're stretching. They're reaching yeah. out this film a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think a dad rental at Redbox is like a generous you yeah, know, pretty much. view. Pretty much. So. I mean, you're thinking like USA 
Saturday afternoon. Almost. Like, basically on... Where they can edit some table. stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because we have... Okay, just at the ending. The ending is kind of this whole grandiose scene, and they're in this special secluded area, isolated, where he can take out all the bad guys, right? Kind of how I talked about the first equalizer ends, and he's in... The, he's like a home alone. He's in the warehouse store, home value, where he works. He takes them all out using the different weapons and gadgets and equipment that he sells, right? It's pretty interesting. This one, he's in some secluded place that he's from. There's no context to why there was a bad storm. Did he just time it out perfectly? That he was able to have rain and w w waves everywhere? It just didn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm not really sure There's where the city takes Yeah. yeah. Where did the city actually take place? Because I thought it was like in Chicago or, or Ohio. It was Massachusetts at first. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, how did he get the beach so fast? Because I guess it's Massachusetts. What about the tower? Were you a fan of it? Because it kind of ends with the tower. It's the man on the tower not versus not a, not a fan. Not do you have any positives? How, how do you not know? I'm just yeah. How do you not look at the only entrance up to the tower? True. And not expect a guy to come. Well, out because of the storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the storm bad storm. Him storm. Speed, you know, yeah, one of the worst be. storms ever. It really worked out for Denzel in this or Robert McCall. <laughs> I mean, crap. What about? Give me some of your positives. I like the weather CGI. What, what well, the action, like? the action scenes are. Pretty action cool. was the good. car scene. The car scene was cool. Yeah, the car scene was cool. So overall action, hand-to-hand, -hand, gunfighting. Well, it sucks because Denzel did a really good job, actually, in this movie. I think there's yeah. times where yeah. he was really trying to, like, help, you know, certain characters and, like, you know, progress their character farther along and give, like, really fatherly advice in a sense. And he did a great job doing it, but then it's just, like, kind of wasted on the whole rest of the movie. That's why I think, at least for us walking into it, I don't think that's the movie, the movie we wanted to watch. They had the kid from Moonlight, I believe. That's where he looks yeah. familiar oh, to me. Yeah, he was yeah. the tagger, and he kind of built a father-son relationship, trying to hit, get him out of the... Uh, the projects and everything, selling yeah. drugs. By and the way, the, Denzel face. like has a ripple with the drug dealers in the projects, and like that's not gonna go unanswered. Like the kid's not gonna be walking to school someday. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, like, like that's. I felt like he maybe did yeah. more damage than good in that yeah. situation. Uh, I'm actually gonna disagree with you, McNugget, dude. I think Denzel at times, like you could tell when he was acting better in some scenes. Okay, you know, kind of being a little more serious, a mm. little more Denzel like, but. Dude, I think he was acting at the level of the other actors. You, you think know? even... I think he didn't yeah. give a fuck in this okay. movie. I think I'm gonna, he's going to sit back, collect a check. This is the worst Denzel movie I've ever seen in my life. Well, well I guess if we throw it out there... I virtuosity at you. you got to watch that movie. Oh, see, virtuosity, I ran it a lot as a kid. <laughs> it's got a close place in my heart. I love Russell Crowe. What are you going to watch that and Lawnmower Man together? Like, those are your Lawnmower Man 1 is a legit movie. Yeah, it's pretty Pierce Brosnan. So before you step up to this, okay, with these 90s movies right now... I don't know you're going to know those movies. Oh, no, I just have all these facts in my mind from never watching movies ever. Come on. And where do you listen on this show? Listen through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Directory, all social media, my WTF show. Equalizer 2 sucks. We're not a big fan of it. Let's finally, we'll go through our ratings. Let's yeah. get into the important things, the things that actually we find interesting. Uh, rating for me, because uh, Brooks from No Bullshit is not here, and this is not also a live stream, I'm going to give it <laughs> two, 2 out of 5 stars, which would be a 4 out of 10, so it's an F minus. F minus. <laughs> F minus. <laughs> Who wants next? I'm okay. going to go a star and a half, man. Out of what? 1.5 out of 5 stars. Okay. So, so also an F It's a 3. Yeah. That's worse. If you want to, like, sit in a chair and feel comfortable for a couple hours, like, go watch this film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just to say, last movie you watched with the Sicario 2, you would definitely recommend Sicario 2 over Equalizer 2? I would watch Sicario 2 five <laughs> times in a row before watching this film. <laughs> before watching Equalizer 2 again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty on point. What about I you? I'd also give... Uh, yeah, I'd probably give it a... 4.4. Out of 5? Out of 10. Out of 10, yeah. yeah. Out of 5 would be a lot different. Because, like, the fighting was... I mean, yeah, you're right. The action was pretty good. And thought, like, the special effects were actually pretty good. But yeah. Other than that... Just so many... Again, so many scenes that, like, didn't... 
pay off. Felt forced. Like it like felt a... like okay, something. Now we're gonna get into this really storyline, and nothing paid off. Nothing ever. It's like that. You know, talking about that jelly roll. It's rolling, right? That big snowball. People talk about lies. There was never a snowball. It was just always a little hail, hail thing the whole time. It just it, yeah, nothing. We're not really. I'm still actually not quite sure if they got the right people. Like if that was that really where all the that's how bad the acting was. One minute he's helping an old guy, the next he's helping a fucking FBI agent. Yeah. Then he's helping a gang member. Well, he did do that in the first one though. He did do that in the first one. He helped like several people during that movie. He did, but the first one was constant. It was good because the first one, oh, here's a guy who's equalizing stuff. The second one, and he's just (laughs) constantly doing it. Constant action, awesome. And Denzel messing with people. And then the second one is trying to build his story and about his con, his background, like. They could have even done better about having a flashback in the beginning, like Skyscraper, and see his relationship with Pedro, and then see his wife. Like, this whole wife thing, they show nothing about it until yeah. a picture. It's like, this is... Well, they, they touched on it lightly in the first one. Yeah. With uh, the little hooker. Thing. Very lightly. Very lightly. Very lightly. But, yeah, this one, they definitely try to give more story. It's her, you know, their family home, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah it's... Never mind, Nico Fischel, yeah. you have a rating. I just, I didn't know if you... Cut your mouth, huh? your Yeah, sometimes, yeah, so I'll my bad. this... I would have given it a five out of ten, really, but because of the prolonged European electro dance scene, yeah, I give it a four and a half. It really came out of nowhere, right? Yeah, really didn't nowhere, see that coming, and it stayed for too long. For some people, it might save the movie for them. So, depending on European dance, that's how why you have to listen to this episode to find out that's in the show, and you have to watch the movie on Redbox to see if that really happens. Yeah, okay, well, next guys, what are we? In? We're in about Not nine minutes in here. And this time on this episode, whether you listen through SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher, I went ahead and put a time once we're going to get to sports. So 10 minutes in, 11 minutes in when I add the intro music, that's when we get into sports. I want to talk about the Lakers. We have two lifelong Lakers fans, myself and EC Deuce. LeBron coming to LA is exciting, man. We're going to start, we're going to pay attention now. This is uh, great. <clears throat> What's See, really- that sounds bad that you guys are going to just pay attention now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, Heat fan, you can't talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a huge move for the Lakers. I think we're in championship mode. I think it puts us already above the Rockets. The Rockets are going to be in Mellow. Mellow stops the ball. You know, D'Antoni's just going to want to move that ball around. The Rockets also locked, uh, lost two good defenders in Trevor Ariza and Mbamute. Mute. Uh-huh. Um, so I think the Lakers are number two in the West. They're nowhere near what the Warriors are. I mean, they're light years away. If Kawhi ends up staying in Toronto, I think we don't get a ring when LeBron's here. He's only here for three years, so with the player option after the third year. Um, it's going to be interesting, man. I think that a lot of people are saying that we don't have shooters around LeBron, but you have Josh Hart, MVP of the Summer League. The guy mm-hmm. tore up. He's getting 30, 38 points a game. Uh, he looks really good. And then Brandon Ingram, like we were talking about earlier, if he can be an 18-point-a-game uh, night player, I think the Lakers, man, we can make the Western Conference Finals. Poor man's Carmelo is as we were kind of titling him. Josh Hart is interesting to me because, yeah, he's had 37 at over 30-point games. I think pretty much the whole summer league won the MVP even the loss in the finals. I, I wonder how much of that motivation on the team was to get him playing as a trade bait. Josh Hart, to me, I still worry they might ship him away for somebody. Well, we got him in the second round last year, so he's such yeah. a value pick. And what kind of was was shocking to me is he got ejected in the finals game mm-hmm. of the summer league. So you know he's passionate. You know he wants to win. Um, I think LeBron is actually going to do good for these young players, man. Oh, I think absolutely. the next person that gets traded is Lonzo Ball. Uh, we don't want that crap. Ooh. You know he leaked his own injury report, <laughs> so they wouldn't trade him. And I think and I think that's probably why we didn't get Kawhi from San Antonio. Well, Nico, do you say boo as in boo Lonzo or boo trading Lonzo? Boo Lonzo Ball. Oh, just overall, you're not yeah, a fan. They- I'm not a big baller brand. Not a big baller. The B, the, the three Bs Bar is too many Bs for you. What about you? You're a Heat fan. I mean, LeBron started the super teams by going to the Heat. He started the super teams. That, yeah, he did. Pretty Boston much. started the super teams. 
teams. How did Boston start the super team? Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen. Yeah, they started it. That's true. Yeah. They took the first big three. Well, maybe so Lakers did. He fucked up because. I guess, teams, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. And Kobe and Shaq together. Yeah. yeah. He screwed up by. You know, I think he means like, it would be like Kobe, Shaq, Carl Malone, and Gary Payton. That oh, year. Yeah, that was a great year. That might have been. It wasn't, but at the time, you know, based Actually, on. The Heat borrowed Gary Payton. We don't speak about to, that year. To <laughs> with Gary Payton, so thank you, Gary. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. So you we got him warmed I mean, up for you. I think the Lakers did a good job. I think they didn't trade away any assets that they really, you know, are going to use and they can grow as a future team. And LeBron, you're right. He's going to. He can make players better and can evaluate. Like, he can give them a chance to let, let them run the offense and he'll just play through them or he'll take over the offense. But you're going to be upset because as a Heat fan, you want him to take over games certain times, but then he just doesn't, and he gets very frustrating. Yeah. You know he can, but he just doesn't do it. Well, that's what I liked about it. I liked this offseason that they did just get pieces. They're trying to shed salary and numbers, but that they didn't give away the young assets. I would have not. You're big on Kawhi, and I know that. You're, you Usually you like the lengthy defenders. I know you're a Paul George fan. You talked about Ariza, you know, former Laker, Mbamute, long, good defenders, played three and four. I don't want to get rid of any of the young guys. I think LeBron's going to make him better. They're going to start shooting perimeter shots. Lonzo's going to get his confidence. Kawhi's been injured. If last season you want to count his injury or whatnot, chose to sit out. He was out another full season. Doesn't mean, we know, we always talked about in fantasy, man. They're great until they get hurt, and then they're no more. Well, let me ask you this. If, if we're in championship mode this year, yeah. and the Lakers are going to try to at least make the Western Conference Finals, you think we should start Rondo and have Lonzo be the backup? What's better for the team's development? Down that would the road? be a little too early for me to answer. I would say let's see it play on in um, in summer league, summer camp. You know, let's see how it plays out. Let's see if Lonzo he's put on some weight. Let's see if he wraps the playbook a little bit better. You know, if he has that fire under him, let's see if he's able to step up. I don't know, but if Lonzo's a better player, Lonzo's gonna be he's gonna be a great def- defensive coach for everyone on the team. He's gonna set that tone. They're not gonna let anybody. They're not gonna roll over. You know, well, then the, the other plan. That's why they got those type of players. They got Lance Stevenson and John. Yeah, they play tough. They get under your skin, make you. You know, that's yeah. how you. That's how you challenge Golden State. You have to beat them up. A little Especially bit. a guy like Kevin DeHart. Kevin little Hart. Little soft, no, I Kevin. I call him Kevin Hart. He's kind of like Kevin Hart with his Kevin. emotions. Uh, Kevin Durant. He's a little he's a little sensitive. He's a little bit taller. A little sensitive, so that could work people getting under their skin. So overall, I'm excited for the Lakers. I think so many of the fans out there, ESPN especially, a lot of the so-called experts, the ones who don't appear on this show, so how much mm-hmm. of expertise could they really have? They don't think the Lakers are anywhere near what I think the people at the stable think. I think Lakers top four in, in the West right now. I'm saying top two. You heard it on the show first, man. U- and second. Uh, Utah the is, is a good team, I said man. top four. But but when you see what LeBron did this year, he was playing I know. scrubs. He was, but he was in the East. Our our team right now, as it's assembled, you know, Avengers assembled. This I get shit, that. I get that. Is already way better than what he had. I believe so, but the, but the conference he's in is so much better too. So it's really tough for me, man. I don't know. I I but think, I, but think about the conference. San Antonio lost Kawhi. True. Um, you know, Houston is losing pieces. Chris Paul can't stay. Well, San Antonio healthy. lost Kawhi. Utah is, is young. And they made they almost they make the playoffs this year. Yeah, San Antonio. They, they made the playoffs. Now they have Demar Derozan, so they weren't gonna have Kawhi anyway. So I don't know. I'm scared. I mean, Utah, Denver. I think is solid. Phoenix has got a good young core. I'm just. I think we're at the point, which is fun for us now, is when LeBron's on your team, there's always a chance to go to the finals. So I don't think there's any way people could say that. Oh, they're just totally out of it. LeBron yeah. might just be able to monster his way out of it and just destroy. So I, I don't mean, know. He does. I, I do believe that. I mean, he has some players in Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, he had Kevin Love. I mean, he's maybe not be. You know, a strong player like you want with rebounds, but he can still, you know, put up points and get you rebounds. And like Kyle Corver played well during the playoffs, but yeah, he has pretty much scrubs like compared to what he can build with this Laker, you know, nucleus. Like, well, there's some some Laker talk right there. Why don't you give us just give us like what's going on with the Heat? Thirty seconds for people who I mean, I, I don't I, think anybody cares, but you know, we just need to get rid of Whiteside. 
It's white side. side. His contract sucks and he sucks, but okay. no one's gonna take him. So no one's gonna take that contract. We gave him twenty four million a year for like three more seasons. It's ridiculous. Which really hurts us though for the Max Freed next season. But we'll see what happens. We we have a good young team. I mean we overpaid for Tyler Johnson, but he can maybe develop into a nice shooter. Um, but we're in the East, so it doesn't really matter. We might make the playoffs, but there's only two teams that actually matter against the West. It'd be I think the Sixers and Celtics. Uh, and Toronto. Sixers, Celtics, and Toronto. Yeah, yeah, those three teams. Are the only three teams that well, really can put a fight against the top four West I mean, like the Lakers could easily beat all three all four of those teams. Yeah. Right now. I guess it's just nice that the Lakers are relevant again and well, and, and the best thing Sports is that Center. we still have the cap space necessary to go out next year and sign yeah. a max free player. Yeah, Clay Thompson, Thompson. Yeah, Clay Thompson, Thompson Jimmy Thompson. Butler, Jimmy you know, Butler. Kyrie Irving technically. Yeah. Um, so there's Kevin Durant agent, technically. Uh, so yeah. NBA is going to be interesting. What about a little bit of football talk? Um, we love. We've been playing fantasy in the same league for a while. What's something that's on your mind? You see. So you've been thinking about? Uh, I've been thinking about just running backs lately, man. You know, little top five running backs. And just um, I think the running back position is actually strong this year, you know. But because um, last year I've been kind of was focused on the strategy, go wide receiver. You know, I took Jordy, I think, in the second round. Mm-hmm. It just really screwed me. So I think this year I'm going uh, back-to-back running backs. And what you're talking about Jordy Nelson, former Packer, now a Raider. What, you know, that transition from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr, or what round would you be willing to take a Jordy Nelson? Jordy Nelson's not going to be on my team next season, dude. I right. think he takes a huge dive. Even a off. later round guy? I think Gruden's going to tank the first year, man. I think they're a 6-10 and 10 team. And, and I don't I see that. Do I see 8-8, well. eight and eight, nine and 7 how bad Amari Cooper did last season. I mean, yeah. well, I mean Derek Carr. Two seasons before, he had over 1,000 yards and 8 touchdowns, 10 touchdowns. So, I mean, he just had one bad season. Well, we have to be honest, Miguel McNuggan and I are Raiders fans, so obviously we're a little biased in this but i don't see six and ten i see like eight and eight nine and seven as their floor it's definitely a winning season you know maybe well, who, who do they have on offense that's going to take them to that level to get them eight nine wins well I mean, first what, off what, what, what kind of offense, offense would you better. implement with this kind of you know the skills players that they have well this is going to be quicker it's all west coast so it's a lot on the, it's a lot on the run a lot of boot action so he's kind of giving him those spaces and those windows for Derek carr to find people over open give them the opportunity to have yak and get yards after the catch you know jordan nelson has always been good in the red zone i think jared cook is a little underrated i uh i like the offensive line coming back the guy we drafted colton miller is looking pretty good in camp if he gets the rest like half the season to learn and then get to step in say if adonald uh, Penn gets out that could be good for him we traded for um martavius bryant yeah Yeah. i mean that helps in the slot like i'm not ready to i I can't the way martavius bryant his career i can't assume he's gonna be on the team until he plays like multiple games you know what i'm saying so he avoided actually getting suspended for a whole season yeah just a month ago so well, apparently that was that was fault like there wasn't even actual they were expecting they were expecting a suspension for a missed drug test yeah but there was no sources that ever said that it was actually happening so i don't so know i feel like things. it was kind of hearsay hmm. misspeak of people trying to you know because it's so easy fake to news? think Are when you he, fake news? kind of yes it, it's the thing that i hear that happens these days martavis bryant because of his background doesn't really surprise you someone could say that and it would gain so much traction yeah speaking of missed drug tests you know dude i've been listening to a lot of fantasy series of xm radio just listening to adps josh gordon man a lot of people have him like as a 12th best receiver in the draft like wow. how high are you going to take josh gordon let's say if if the top 10 receivers are already gone. Just guess, based off of talent, you know. I guess I can't. I, I guess I'd consider him going like seventh round, starting in the seventh, if we're being honest. But Tyrod Taylor has never is been. Is it a, because, you know, you don't believe in his talent or because of his past history? Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor has never really produced a fantasy relevant quarterback. I, 
course, a receiver, of course, I believe in Josh Gordon. I won a championship over the two of you after getting him in like the, what, the 16th round Never. that year? Never. And then you yeah. dropped Alshon Jeffrey, and I picked him up, and I had him as rookie year. And I just yeah. had two lengthy receivers that were destroying people. So, you know, I believe in Josh Gordon. That's a good Justin question. Justin Blackman, man. He'd give me every other game. Justin Blackman. He wasn't suspended. He'd have a huge game. Yeah. Then he gets suspended for four games. Then he comes back and plays for 200 yards, and then he gets suspended for those two games. Former Oklahoma State game. receiver, kind of flamed out in Jacksonville, but did enough for Miguel to have him beat me in a fantasy football matchup Boom. because he had 200 yards receiving. Yep. Wow. Okay, let me have you this. Give me your top three quarterbacks in ranking, Ernesto, and then you go, and then we'll go ahead and we'll ask. We'll do the usual. What's something you've seen recently? I know Miguel, uh, Nico is thinking about it right now. I'm going to say we'll Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz, and Cam Newton, man. Those are my top Cam three. Cam Newton number three. Holy you crap. know Cam Newton has finished a top five quarterback the last four seasons? Really? He, gets those, he, he actually he had his most rushing yards last season. God, yeah, I guess it's just points with, um, it's so it's so sporadic though, you know. Right, the consistency, right. having the lack of consistency, is really tough for me. What about you, Miguel? Um. So okay. Top I think, three. I think uh, A Rod's still up. No, he's I think three. I think A Rod's three. A Rod's three. Yeah. Wow. I think uh, I got to give it to. I mean, you're right. Cam does do good. I mean, he puts up rushing yards and passing touchdowns, and I think that he's gonna know. Al, uh, Norb Turner's offense this time around. Mm-hmm. So I think Greg Olson's value goes way up. Also on the so five. Cam Newton, number two. Cam Newton, number two. Who's number one? Number one, huh? Uh, okay, top two uh, quarterbacks yeah. for Miguel, other than first got... place. Uh, Cam Newton and who's number two? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. That's the tintillating communication you get here on What the Folk Show. Uh, Nico, we're rounding it out, man. Having a good time over here. Mm-hmm. You loved Equalizer, right? Sequelizer. Sequelizer. That's a, the sequelizer. sequelizer. That's not bad. Okay, Nicola, give me something you've watched recently you want to recommend. Uh, sorry to bother you. I don't know if I would recommend it, though, to anyone. <laughs> Maybe people who like What is the movie about? Scene. It's about a telemarketer. But it's about anti-capitalists. Yeah, it's pretty much what it's about. That was crazy. One of those Well, it's like, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's definitely, it's a thinker. It's a, like, a statement movie. Um, and, like, the ending is very overhyped or, like, over-exaggerated. What could actually happen with like how capitalism is going and like yeah. how it's growing and just how much they don't give a shit about us? Satire. Yeah, there you go. Big old satire. Thank you. Was, Sorry I mean, to bother you. I, I would say it was good. It's worth watching if, mm-hmm. if you can take those kind of movies. Yeah. Well, something you could take. How about you take your opinion out and let us something you've watched recently that could be entertaining. Um, mission insurance. What, what, nice. Explain. <laughs> give us some detail. This is interesting. What's the name of it? Isn't it? Who stars in it? I mean, this sounds like a really it's good. Not, I mean, no, it's, 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 it's not a trailer. Oh, I think I know what you're Short, and it looks very entertaining. Yeah, but you don't know the you don't know the actual name of it. Apparently, I'm saying it wrong. Yeah, I mean, isn't it called Mission Impossible? Insurance. Protocol. Yeah, insurance oh, protocol. There yeah. we go. Mission Impossible insurance protocol. <laughs> Someone yeah. told me that. No. That's what I heard. You've heard it's pretty good. Well, yeah, I've uh, you know I know I'm not gonna lie. I know some people that made it. <laughs> so. They got some talent. I'll give them, I'll give them that. They yeah. got some talent. No, yeah, it looks fun, and uh, I think it's dropping this week. It is. That so. is the uh, short film uh, Nico Fischizzle and I made. Basically, Tom Cruise. We actually had the idea before he even got injured. Uh-huh. This is basically about chasing Tom Cruise down to have his sign off his release for insurance because he's always doing his crazy stunts, so someone's going to be held liable. He gets so injured. We kind of changed a little bit, too. Okay, after the injury, I play Tom Cruise, who's kind of brain damaged, does not know that he's no longer his Mission Impossible character, Ethan Hunt. And of course, for any Mission Impossible fan, I am running everywhere, and I'm doing it very fast. Something I watched recently, I recommend here on the Falk Show: a Death Wish, starring Bruce Willis. 
If you need something on Redbox for the library, you could do worse. The only thing that doesn't make sense is that he's a doctor. Other than that, dads will like it. It was better than Equalizer 2. This is what the Falk Show. Oh, I don't know. I think they're both pretty bad. Okay, cool for you. This is what the Falk Show. Everybody say goodbye. What about Oh, did you? Yeah, you watch anything recently? My bad. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. 14 bucks for Equalizer 2 was yeah, enough. <laughs> Thanks for fucking listening. Uh, let's talk next week. Mission Impossible.